Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass. And I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi, I'm Karista, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The People's Journey. We are so glad that you are here today. Yes, and we'd like to welcome our guest, Eden. Hi, Uh, Eden. Hello. (laughs) Um, Eden is a breast cancer survivor who specializes in holistic modalities such as self-love, sound healing, guided meditation, which I've seen you do. It's amazing. Incorporating self-love expression through art and utilizing holistic modalities has been a huge factor in her healing process. It was a huge revelation through these tough times that she wasn't truly living her life to the fullest. She was not living her true authentic self, not realizing it could be taken away from her at any moment. And of course, today you are here to share your wonderful story with us on how you gained those experiences and because of those experiences where it led you to today. Oh my gosh, Eden, I am so excited that you're here. I just had to say, I've been looking forward to getting to know you better. And thank you so much for joining us today to share your story. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh. I'm honored. Oh, fantastic. So Eden, why don't you tell us a little bit about like where you kind of started off, like where were you at before, you know, you even thought about spirituality or the even terms and all the things that kind of roll along with it? Oh, girl. <laughs> I don't even think we have the time, but <laughs> long story short, I was not living my life and uh, cancer pretty much woke me up in every sense of everything imaginable. I was codependent, I was a worrywart, I was a workaholic, and I was a machine. And I really thought I was living. I thought I was healthy, not even close. Mm -hmm. Mentally, physically, spiritually, none of those things. And so when I got cancer and I was going through my battle with cancer, it woke me up to everything. And I realized that I was dying and cancer and getting cancer and going through all of the horrible things that you have to go through pretty much saved my life. Like I, it really woke me up to everything. And how old were you when you were diagnosed? I was 31. Wow. So young. 
Megan. How scary. Like, how did you feel? Honestly, it was, it kind of seemed like a dream. It didn't really seem real mm-hmm. to me. And when my doctor told me that I had cancer, it was almost kind of like, I just put on this shield and was like, let's go, you know, bring it on. And I don't even really know how I did it. Like people are like, how did you get in that headspace to where you were like so strong? And I was like, I, it was just an automatic button where I was just like, Beep, let's go <laughs> wow. bring it on. Wow. <laughs> you know, my, and my, and the doctor was crying and I was just like, okay, let's get this going. And it wasn't until I was like driving home and I was like, uh, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it just, it kicked me in a gear and with everything in life. And I was a medical assistant at the time mm-hmm. and I went down the holistic road and never came back because I realized how toxic everything in my life was. What was the first thing that you started, you know, looking into essential oils? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I really started doing all of the research on how toxic everything was like the products Mm -hmm. in my home, the makeup Mm -hmm. that I was using deodorants, you know, because that's a huge, huge thing. The breast cancer community, we learn about deodorant and how toxic these things are. And so from food to products to everything. And so I, I did what I call a ditch and switch. And Mm -hmm. so I just ditched all the chemicals in my home and switched to plant-based essential oils, like everything natural. And it was life-changing in a good way. It was amazing. So you started changing a lot about your physical environment. What about like your mental environment as well? Oh gosh. Yes. And that, that kind of was a slow progression. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I automatically went into that really annoying, positive, like, you know, everybody has to be happy and positive. And, you know, because I really thought that was the key. And I realized that was just kind of like a, a defense. Mm -hmm. And then I switched over to like really learning about mental health in the process, because I ended up becoming a mentor to other women who were younger than me in the cancer community. And it was really kind of from their experiences, like their stories that I realized that I was kind of looking in a mirror and realizing that I was just going about things all wrong. Like positivity is incredible and it's wonderful and it's really good for you. And you should absolutely strive for that. But being in that state all the time is also not healthy. And, you know, the whole cliche, like it's okay to not be okay is, is huge. It's so important. And that's where kind of like the self-love came into play. And I was like, okay, I really have to like hone in on my mental health just as much as the physical part of it. Being able to look at those, you know, lesser desirable things to relook at. Yeah. (laughs) And start to heal deeper things. Facing Mm -hmm. like those dark the dark shadows that you don't want to oh, face. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. This call feels like a blessing to me just because these are two beautiful women that during my discovery of cancer 
you two were actually my biggest support system. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I got firsthand experience of what it was like for you to assist me, Eden. Um, and all of the, the information that you provided as well, um, with Carrie's help as well. Uh, so where do you feel like you're at kind of now from then? Like if you went and looked back at yourself, like where do you feel like you're at now when it comes to like your spiritual journey? Oh gosh. It's like, I'm a totally different person. And I, and I still kind of almost feel like I'm living in that twilight zone where I'm like, is this real? Right. Is this really who I am? Because I am in such, I'm on such a higher frequency, right? I'm on that higher vibration. And in the process, I'm, I'm learning about those physical things, right? The actual vibrations, the yes. actual frequencies yes. that we put ourselves on when we are getting into that, that higher space of truth and, and pure happiness, yeah. because it's like, oh my gosh. And it's amazing. It's incredible. It, I, I sometimes feel, I feel like, you know, have you had those moments where you're like, do I really deserve this? <laughs> because this is yep. just, this seems so crazy to me, but yes, you absolutely do deserve it. You know, like you, you earned it. <laughs> yeah. You wow. have earned it, sister. Yeah. You got through a lot of stuff to get to exactly where you yeah. are right now. <laughs> yeah. Very true. So tell us more about like that, that deeper dive into your spiritual journey and even recognizing your connection with source. Oh gosh. Wow. Um, that's actually what got me into the sound healing. And into that place of teaching others how to give themselves the self-love and guided meditation and things like that. It, I, I never thought that I could actually do something for a living that gave me such incredible, I don't even know what the word is for it, but just gives me such joy and happiness to be able to give back to others. Because when I was going through my battle, I am not the type of person that receives very well. So it's really humbling yeah, to actually be forced to like sit down and take help. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, I can do this on my own. I don't need help. And I realized, yes, you do need help. And this is going to be a tough battle for you. And so then I was like, okay, well, how I'm going to pay these people back for all the things that they've done for me. You can't, it's impossible. And they don't expect you to. So then when I was on the other end, giving back to all my friends, I would be in this situation saying, you don't owe me anything. I don't expect anything from you. And then I was like, oh, there's that <laughs> light bulb. Okay. I see you now. I definitely, and then of course I tell them, I'm like, you'll be in my shoes just wait, you'll be in my shoes and you'll see it. And the light bulb will come off on and you'll, you'll know. And so now that's, it's become my passion to pay it forward. Cause that's the only way that I can give back is paying forward. Mm. And it's also kind of, um, survivor's guilt is a very, very big thing in, in this community. Mm. It is 
a very, very hard thing to go through. To I just celebrated my 11 year cancerversary and remission. Yay. And it, it was a whirlwind of emotions. And sometimes you feel like a crazy person because like one second you're so happy and you're elated and you're just like, oh my God, I'm alive. It's like a second birthday. And then one second later, you're bawling your eyes out and you're like, I should not be celebrating this because my friend is fighting for her life. Or, you know, I have umpteen friends who are now angels above. And so it's very, very hard to to celebrate that sometimes, but I also know that they would want me to celebrate. So it's a, it's a, it's a mind fuck. It really is. messes with you. And so you go through these like emotions of that. And so because of the survivor's guilt, that also gives me that push and that motivation to, you know, help others and, and, in that way. And now it's my job and it's amazing mm-hmm. and fun. Wow. That's so cool. That's so cool that and, you do and that. You, you got to see both sides of the situation. Like it, it's, it's incredible as far as a gift Oh gosh, to see the perspectives and realize the beauty in each side of it. The, the love that is just pouring out. Oh. Yes. I actually, I, I always say it's tragically beautiful and beautiful, beautifully tragic. That makes so much sense. It's that combination of like, uh, it's heart wrenching and it's sad and it's beautiful and amazing. It's like all of these things all at once. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's (laughs) hard. Wow. (laughs) Uh, So what are some of your other like healing modalities that you've, you know, studied? So right now I'm really, really big into sound healing and Mm -hmm. I, loved doing the crystal bowls and the guided meditations. And, um, I really enjoy helping other cancer survivors get through their journeys and, and find that self-love through that journey. Cause it's a very, very difficult thing to do because another thing that I learned the hard way when you are actually the cancer survivor you end up having to be strong for your, for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So your family's like sad and breaking down and terrified that they're oh going to lose you. Yeah. And you have to be like, I'm strong. I can get through this. And you have to put on that face because if they see you, you know, crying or sad or hurting, it's then they're like, I don't know what to do. They feel helpless. And so then I was on that end as a caregiver. And again, I understood, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's just, it's almost as hard to be a caregiver as it is to be the survivor because you literally can't do anything. You just, you're just watching your people suffer. And so you just kind of have to like learn how to go through those emotions. And, and so when you have these modalities, especially the holistic modalities for me, because it's such a natural process, mm-hmm. right? There's mm-hmm. so many, and I, and I have nothing against the Western side of things because, you know, it helped save my life. There's a time and a place. Yeah. But not unless I absolutely have to, 
mm-hmm. because there's so many side effects of that, mm-hmm. you know, that you have to deal with. And, and so many fillers in there too. Oh, it's yeah. insane. And so when I started on the holistic journey, it like my body is just like, thank you. Yeah. You know, and when I'm, when I'm putting things in my body, I shouldn't, it, it's like it screams <laughs> at me like asshole. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm like, this is so good. It's so good. <laughs> that one's a purpose rather than, or a yes. pleasure rather than a purpose. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I'm also learning to enjoy not having those indulgences and finding better alternatives. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so. that can be a whole fun new exploration as well, finding different Absolutely. ways to enjoy your food. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's something to be said about when you start to go into the awakening of your self-knowing, right? That you become more sensitive or keenly aware of your reaction to certain things that are not great for you. And you make the conscious choice to ignore it or you make the conscious choice to say, okay, that's not right for me anymore. Got it. I didn't know what that felt like. How was I so numb to that before? Or how did I ignore that? But Mm -hmm. now I'm like really keenly aware of it. Um, I think it's when you start creating deeper connections with your body. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we're so distracted by external resources or sources all the time. Yeah. That it, and our, our body's so quiet until it's not until it's not (laughs) until it's like, I've had enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks, but no, thanks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I also, I also encourage people that I'm working with to give themselves grace Yeah, because we're also really hard on ourselves when we fall Mm -hmm. from that, that higher frequency and expectations, these and vibrations. And when we're like down here and like, Oh, I had that cheesecake. Or I did this, or I did that. And then you're like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> and we are hot on ourselves because we, we also instill that fear. Mm-hmm. You know, as cancer survivors, we, you know, like yeah. sugar, for instance, that's my kryptonite. And I know that that's an evil entity that fuels, you know, my our nemesis. So it's like, okay. I have to give myself grace and not because when you talked about the mental aspect of it, that's something that's really important. So if you're hard on yourself for falling from these things, then you're, then you start putting yourself in that mental state of despair and anxiety and stress and anger at yourself for not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. Did you find it? Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, just finding that balance and, yeah. and allowing Impacting, yeah. kindness and compassion with yourself. Absolutely. Did you find it difficult to come off of doing things that you knew were causing harm? Oh, every day. Yeah. Every day. I work part-time as a nanny and, you know, I'm in their little closet with all this beautiful smorgasbord of cookies and candies oh and my gosh. it's a daily it literally is I'll, I'll catch myself and they're like oh don't grab the cookie 
<laughs> just grab the little mandarin orange that's over here begging for you to take it and sometimes I don't and I eat the crap and I suffer from it and sometimes I eat the little orange instead and I'm like oh I feel so good <laughs> you know it's a daily battle it's a daily battle the struggle is real I know that it is it I had that struggle earlier today <laughs> But you slowly start to get better though. Like if you allow, like I said, if you allow the grace and you allow that balance to come into play, it starts to get easier and easier. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very true. I, I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm going to get there <laughs> one day. Oh, 11 years <laughs> later and I'm still not there yet. So. Again, we're all still learning. This is true. This is true. That's what life is about. What would you say is like your biggest aha moment that you felt that there was something so much more expansive than all that we've been taught? I think it was kind of, honestly, it was kind of a slow progression for me. Um, I think just looking back on, um, I'll kind of share this little personal thing it's just what I do but I was in a very toxic marriage at the time that I realized something was wrong and I remember I was in a heated argument with my husband at the time and I mean not my finest moment and I just remember it was like 2 30 in the morning and we were fighting and screaming and I just fell to my knees And I said out loud to him, I said, I cannot do this anymore. I feel like there's a cancer inside of me that's eating me alive, literally. And that was an aha moment for me that something needed to change drastically because we, we get so content with our crap in our lives. You know, I mean, 10 years in a, in a, toxic marriage. And so that's, I moved out that moment. I was like, okay, I'm out of here. I can't. And then like a month later I was diagnosed with cancer. Like my body was like, um, no girl, you, something's got to change because everything was toxic. (laughs) My marriage was toxic. I, I was working three jobs. I was working for a doctor. We literally called him Dr. Evil. He was a terrible man and, you know, fast food in between my jobs, mm-hmm. just everything about my life was toxic. And wow. I was literally killing myself slowly in every sense. So that was probably one of my biggest aha moments in this whole scenario. That's a huge one. That's for crazy. sure. Yeah. I'm, I can relate. <laughs> yeah. It wakes you up. It, it really, really does. does. And, and I try to like, that's one of my things that I try to share with people. Like, don't wait until X, Y, Z. Like, if you feel like you need some change, do everything you can to change. Because it's, it's a lot easier to be proactive yes. than reactive. Oh. I'm taking Absolutely. a lot of nuggets from this conversation right now. <laughs> well and life is so beautiful and we yes 
we don't like birthdays, for instance. That here's here was another one that I think that helped me spiritually and like gained huge insight. And oh my God, I'm getting old. Another birthday. I hate birthdays. My birthday sucks because like it's always like how many of us do that? Mm-hmm. And I'm and now I'm like birthday. I'm getting <laughs> old. I I'm like I have a gray hair. <gasps> this is amazing. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's who would have ever thought that was something that I would be excited about. Like, what a whole new perspective. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm. So anytime I hear like hear my friends talk about, oh my god, like hell yeah, it's your birthday. Hell yeah, you're getting old. (laughs) Excited about having more time on this earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, getting old is is a privilege. Absolutely, but an, an incredible privilege if we allow it. It's this mm-hmm. major appreciation. It's, it just exudes off you. And I love that. That's awesome. I need to start taking oh, notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me think about the, the water and, and how it holds vibration and being grateful for that and how that, you know, lifts our body up. I, I mean, you were talking about it earlier about raising our vibrations. Absolutely. And it's just, and to be more so connected much. to the earth. Yeah. That's our There's mother. There's so she's, much we can do. She's taking such wonderful care of us, you know, and mm-hmm. we're just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. We're just taking, but we'll leave it. <laughs> yeah. I am okay if you do, because I think Staying you two would love this. <laughs> Staying connected. <laughs> mother earth. Yeah. Yeah. Put your bare feet on the ground. Exactly. Give back yep. to her too. Absolutely. Send that appreciation back. Just love on her. Send her that energy. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, Eden. Um, tell me a little bit more about your sound. And I also kind of have some questions about maybe what your favorite essential oils are that mm-hmm. you use and like how you use them because you have a wealth of knowledge when it comes to that. And I, I definitely went to you quite a bit. about those so yeah so tell me some more about that oh gosh well as far as the oils go uh man my favorite I have so many I use them for everything and I you know I switched out all of my candles the plug-ins all those things for little diffusers (laughs) and um I love that because I I'm especially now I'm extremely sensitive to things. Mm-hmm. So before the chemo and all this crap that I went through, I wasn't sensitive. Like I had, what is it? Bath and Body Works, every flavor that you could possibly think of. I had the big juicy couture perfume mm-hmm. that I threw out. Oh. <laughs> I'm, still oh a little upset. I'm still a little upset by it. But, and then I, and now I use essential oils as perfume. And, mm-hmm. and I use things like that. And so um, probably my favorite, I really enjoy the citrus oils because they're uplifting and they're invigorating. So wild orange is one of my favorites. Yes. Um, so I really love that, but I make my own cleaning products with, with the oils and so, so many things. It's, I could go on forever and ever. Um, but you, you had a question, you asked me a question about sound. What did you say? I'm sorry. 
Yeah. So I wanted to hear a little bit more because I, I saw um, on your Instagram and for those of you listening, uh, Eden has a beautiful Instagram account at Eden's Love and Light. Um, and you can actually see some of the posts that she has where she showcases these beautiful crystal bowls. Um, and uh, and you've done performances here uh, in Austin, right? You've you've gone yeah. and done performances in front of audiences with your with your crystal yeah. bowls. That's cool. It's, it's yeah. so wonderful. It's so wonderful. It just the like as we we're talking about the vibrations and the frequencies, um, and back to Mother Earth, right? So these are crystal bowls, and the crystals come from the earth. And there's energy. Well, we all have energy, right? Yes. Um, everything is is a vibration. We're vibrating right now. Mm-hmm. When we're sleeping, our bodies are moving and vibrating. Like the earth mm-hmm. is constant. Everything is in motion. Mm-hmm. And so um, just like you were talking about the water, right? Yes. Like if you have frequencies of water and we have negative thoughts attached to it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah. So if we're, if we're putting out these beautiful emotions and thoughts, out into the universe, especially when we have people that are surrounding us, that's super important. So like if you're, if you go to work and everybody's in a bad mood, you usually end up in a bad mood because it's just, you, you pick up on the energy. Yeah. So mindfully on purpose, not just for yourself, but when you are around other people to really be mindful of your thoughts and, you know, um, I saw a thing where it was like, if you had, if you wrote the words on your body that you said to yourself, would you be pretty? No, you'd be ugly, but you're beautiful already. So why, why say those things? You wouldn't say them to your best friend. You would yell at your best friend for saying those, you know, hateful words. So just being mindful of the things that you say to yourself and to others. And so um, I love doing the, sound healing and meditation for others it's incredible because it's just you can feel with the crystal bowls you can actually feel the vibration like right here when you're listening to it it's incredible it just puts I you just in such see a state. all this energy like amplifying and like shooting up out towards the universe right now from you know this crystal bowl and the people around it and and the intentions behind it Yes. It's incredible. That's beautiful. I love that. And then you think about like how those vibrations carry forth just from the individuals that you've impacted that day and how it just continues and continues and continues. And it's never ending yeah, that way. Absolutely. Just And the awesome. meditation that comes along with it, you know, yeah. um, and that's another thing too, is instinctive meditation is, is something that I really cherish because it's, it's, you can do it anywhere. If Tell you just me take a breath, instinctive, but that's just doing it for a moment. And yeah. Just- if you, I mean, listening to a child's laughter and being focused mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. in the moment is a meditation or mm-hmm. sitting there with your tea in the morning and smelling it. And, that. you know, like if you, if you mindfully pay attention and you feel the warmth of the tea going into your system and knowing that it's nourishing your body and giving thanks for the nourishment, like that's meditation. So there's such a, 
meditation is very intimidating to a lot of people because they're like, oh my God, I have to sit cross-legged. I, I have to shut my brain off. We can't have the monkey mind. And that's, that's really not necessarily true. Now there's levels of meditation, right? Like, I mean, if you're a monk and you're out in the middle of nowhere and you have, you're not in the Western world with jobs and kids and, and you know, then, okay, that's probably a meditation that would be a lot easier for you to do, but <laughs> yeah. in this state so that real. we're in, so you know, oh we're like, God. I don't have time to breathe, but yeah. you do have time to breathe, right? <laughs> like we tell ourselves, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. But like sitting in traffic, right. And just taking a breath, right. <laughs> Looking over at the person dancing to the radio and you're like, Oh, Okay just honoring like honoring that, that person per- yeah honoring that person <laughs> and being like okay I'm just gonna take a minute to just enjoy that for a second that's meditation that's awesome so awesome. it doesn't have to be um you know like this perfect <laughs> thing and even if you're trying to be in that state if you are trying to like get into that state if you step out of it that's okay that's part of the meditation. Your, your mind is obviously needing to go through process something, you know, so that's why, they, that's why a lot of people compassion. tell you, just, just come back to your breath. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, and I think connecting with I'm the breath is so yeah. underrated. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I even so set an intention it. today to try and connect with my breath. And it took me almost six hours to <laughs> be like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> There's just so much. And so Thanks. I think it's really important. I completely agree with you to have just some compassion and kindness with yourself. There's times throughout mm-hmm. the day where I'll I'll you know how when you're in such a mindset and you're go 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 and then the next thing you know you're like when was the last time I took a deep breath? And then you yeah. do it and you're just like oh my gosh. <laughs> And you feel like you just ran a marathon and you're all you've been doing is sitting in a chair answering emails all day. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or when someone's like, relax your shoulders, unclench your jaw, and then you're like, Yeah. Holy cow. I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> the one that always gets me is drop the the tongue from the roof of the mouth. Yes. And as mm-hmm. soon as you do it, it's almost like your entire body is forced to go in a relaxed, a more relaxed state. And you're like, oh, I've had that tongue stuck up there all day long. And I didn't even yeah. know it. <laughs> I mean, even as I said, relax your shoulders. And all three of us went like this. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so true. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. In unison, ladies. <laughs> Even me, and I was the one saying it, like, you know. This is great. (laughs) So what are you still uh, learning and working to incorporate and implement in your life, like spiritually? I think my biggest thing right now is is balance, is fighting that word. Yes, and well, (laughs) balance and surrender. surrendering to the things that we can't control the things that happen to us I mean here's my mic these are tough times but I'm gonna just drop it I just like (laughs) (laughs) these are tough times right like this is some serious mental 
states that we are having to go through right now. Yeah. And where many of us are having to zoom instead of actually like be in person and yes. hug and yes. connection is so important. And so we're having to work through these things. And so surrendering to all of the crap that's being thrown at our face all the time. Huge. It's like constantly like, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, there's another one. <laughs> like constant. Yeah. So it's like, there's nothing that we can do about it except for. It's one thing I always tell my daughter. I've always told my daughter, it doesn't matter what happens. It, it, what matters is how you handle what happens. Mm-hmm. And it's probably one of my most favorite sayings for myself mm. because, it, you know, I've we can, we can, <laughs> we can be the victim mm-hmm. or mm. we can we be can the hero be the- of our own story. So, yep, Absolutely. I love everything you're saying right now, just yes. so we're clear. hundred <laughs> percent. All right. So I think we've got three, uh, rapid fire questions that we wanted to, uh, ask you. So, um, first off, what is your favorite self-care activity? Ooh, uh, probably grounding in nature. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love trees. Mm-hmm. I'm a tree hugger, literally. And she's literally so happy trees. about this. <laughs> I literally hug trees and talk to them. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. In fact, I had a neighbor one time who I was walking home and he goes, come here, I have a question for you. And I was like, hi. You know. And he's like, so it's the real thing, huh? And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And he's like, you know, those tree hugging people. And I was like, I was caught hugging a tree. (laughs) And he was like, I saw you over there hugging that tree. I thought you were kind of a weirdo. And then I thought maybe you're just one of those tree huggers. And I was like, I'm a real tree hugger for real. Yes. That's that's a real thing. It's not just a saying we, we do this. So that's probably my favorite thing is, is taking my, taking my shoes off, putting my feet in the grass, giving thanks to mother earth and breathing in the oxygen, the the beautiful Mm -hmm. trees. Mm -hmm. I feel like God is in the trees. Like Mm -hmm. God is in everything. I mean, Mm. how else can he hear us? Yeah. All of us. Woman after my own heart. Mm. (laughs) I know. I was going to say, I was like, oh my gosh, she's loving every minute of this. (laughs) All right. You want to, you want to go for the next one? Okay. And what is one piece of advice you would now give to your younger self? Um, living in the moment, living in the present, not focusing on tomorrow and not worrying about the past because you miss out on what's happening you know? And right so I, 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 that's all that I was doing up until everything changed. And then I was like, okay, it's time to live for right now. Yeah. Cause I may There's not a- have tomorrow. Oh my gosh. There's definitely a reason they call it the precious present. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
Good. Live yeah. the dash. Absolutely. The dash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so what does self-love mean to you? Oh, Lord, have mercy on my <laughs> <laughs> So many things. So many things. Oh, gosh. Um, well, I guess it's different for everyone, right? Um, but for me, I would just say, probably, like I said earlier, like surrendering to the things that we can't control, finding that balance, giving yourself and others compassion and kindness, and, um, and finding me time, right? Yes. Finding that, that self yeah. where it's like, okay, I'm going to read a book. Don't bother me. Mm-hmm. Or, or going and getting a pedicure or having a spa day, you know, something that you would just do just for yourself. Yes. Baths, take a nice bath with a Epsom and essential oil. You yeah. know? Yes. <laughs> oh my Love gosh, it. it sounds blissful. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Love everything you're putting down right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness, Eden, this has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for participating in the people's journey I honestly, as soon as Carrie and I discussed doing this, we, you were at the top of our list of Aww. people to invite. We wanted to hear your story and have you share it because it is one that is breathtakingly beautiful and mm. so appreciative of everything that you do and all the people that you support and all the love that you give while doing that. So thank you. Oh, thank yeah. you. And I love what you guys are doing. I think it's amazing. And it's, we need more of this. We need people Absolutely. who are sharing their beautiful light and truth mm-hmm. and oh, that's going to save the world. That's what's mm-hmm. going to save the world. Yes. That, yes. that love and compassion and kindness mm-hmm. and finding the light and the truth. Mm-hmm. That Absolutely. was our goal. Thank you, Eden. Goal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I just feel, I'm so grateful for getting to, to share this moment with you too. Again, I was really excited to get to know you better and I just want to thank you so much for being so open and, you know, vulnerable because that really helps, you know, share the information, let people know that they're not alone and creates that, you know, connection. And, and it's okay to talk about these things and reach out and we're meant to support each other. So thank you so much, Eden, for being here today. Oh, it was thank you. such a pleasure. It was an honor to be here. Thank you. Y'all both. All righty, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Y'all have a lovely rest of your day. And don't forget mm-hmm. to love first. Love first. Oh, shoot. Love. <laughs> <laughs> what is our closing? What is our closing? <laughs> don't forget to love first. Love last. <laughs> And love always. <laughs> One of these days. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>Listener, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. 
And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self Podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.